Hey everybody, welcome back. You're listening to The Blodgett Show. Welcome to episode 53 with today's topic being, you gotta let it out. So, gotta let it out. Once again guys, I wanna welcome you guys here. My name is Chris. I'm your host. If you're new to this podcast, I mean, you got a lot of catch up to do. Feel free to go back to episode one to catch up if you want to. Otherwise, you guys, you know what I always say. Welcome aboard. Glad to have you. For those of you that have been with me since the beginning, I just want to, you know, first off, say that how much I appreciate you guys. It's been a, been a pretty uh, fun ride, but a pretty uh, crazy journey. I've been uh, learning a lot as I go along. And I'm, I'm, I hope you guys have seen improvements through the uh, from the beginning to now, <laughs> and I'm still looking at ways to make it better. But the inspiration for this post, for the well, post, <laughs> the, for, the inspiration for this episode, for this topic, is I'm pretty guilty about holding stuff in. Made. I'm sure a lot of us are. You know, I mean, I, I don't know if there's any one person I know that I know personally that actually can say, "Oh yeah, yeah, I talk about, I talk about everything." That's I get it out. Like, I make sure I don't. Yeah, I'm sure majority of us, there's a lot of stuff we all did, a lot of stuff we don't, we don't talk about. I mean, it's technically it's like that even at home in my, you know, my family life. You know, it's like that between me and my wife. Like, I try to, you know, we, we talk about a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that there's things that I don't say. Sometimes it's, you know how it is, guys. It's one of, some of those things that you're afraid to say it or you're afraid to, to ask particular thing or you know for help in a certain area or you know for some assistance carrying such such or help you know taking care of this or that because you're you might be afraid me well that's that's the, you know what i was actually gonna say was you know a large part of one big reason why we might be afraid to let something out is fear you know we're afraid of maybe how it's gonna how like how it's gonna come across we're afraid of what the other person is gonna do, what they're gonna say. Ah, for me, I think it's fear of basically it being a fight, you know, because I'm not—I'm one of those. You guys might not realize it because of the fact of how much I talk on these episodes. I'm obviously, I'm very, very vocal. I can speak a lot, you know. It's harder for me to be on camera, but it's not so hard for me to be on these episodes because technically, you don't have to worry about how you look. I mean, yeah, you just gotta make sure you sound okay, but you don't have to worry about it. It's like those uh, Zoom calls that you, you see, little, like, you hear about where basically they're on a Zoom call for like a work work thing, and basically people would talk about how they would have like a suit and tie on their upper half, but then they'd basically be in their boxer shorts, you know, because the bottom half is not on camera. So they basically, they're looking the part for the most part, but then, you know, they otherwise are in their PJs on the bottom half, but, you know, getting on the computer doing what they gotta do. But, um, but it's one of those things, you know, it's like, I don't, I'm, I'm sure majority of us probably hold, hold a bunch of shit in. You know, hold a bunch of stuff in. Things that are bugging us, things that we're either worried about, things that we're freaking out about, things we're stressing about. You know, or things that we just don't want to have a fight about, so we just don't say anything about it. You know, 
and sometimes it's you know maybe you want maybe you, you're maybe it could be the way to the world like maybe you just you're just caring so much and you're doing it all, you feel like you're doing it all by yourself and you know anytime let's say that anytime you try to say something it's turned into a fight because maybe the person that you're trying to talk to thinks that they they think that well they are doing stuff that, well i'm doing this i'm doing that you know and i'm helping here okay but you're not you may, but it could be that okay well you're not helping in the areas that you know maybe are the most heavy and that maybe you feel like it's you know you're breaking it's like i'm trying to figure out a, a, better, a good way to explain it it's like sometimes and i know like there's people out there that like you know how they say like they're that some people will take the easy way like take the easy way out or whatever because they, they just give up and they do something they shouldn't do you know you give up on life whatever because nothing's ever gonna get better and I can under you know going going through everything that I go through in my life, like all the things I try to take care of, all the things I try to keep keep from um, falling by the wayside, I guess, or things that like or, or like you know try to keep the cars from you know getting in it, it, try to get the man, <laughs> a little tongue tied, but you know keeping like the cars from trying to get from getting in the position to be repossessed um, you know keeping the lights on uh, keeping our phones on I mean I'm just giving some examples but and then uh, like you know then of course rents which that's a funny thing right there um, I don't think I actually yeah I don't think I told you guys about that because that just happened this week we gotta we gotta notice so sometimes see that's the thing sometimes things do get easier Sometimes things do get better. Like for us, for instance, our, our apartment, we moved into this, this exact apartment back in 2015. So we're talking like eight years now. Every year our rent, our rent would go up. We wouldn't get anything extra. Like they would never put in ceiling fans for us. They would, they would never like help us to seal the windows because our windows don't fully seal. So during the winter, summertime is not so bad, even though it's still, we use a little bit more air conditioning run a little bit more during the summer because they don't seal properly. Wintertime is it's rough though. We get down to like, especially if like 30s and above is not terrible, but when it gets down to where it's like that couple, I like to refer to it as the few weeks of actual winter that we have where it gets down to like 18 degrees or something. And the whole, and maybe like we get rain and everything freezes and the whole city shuts down. That's, that's national for you. Like we, or that's the South for you. You know, like a lot of us, if we have, you know, bad weather, whatever. It's a little bit of snow. Everybody freaks out. They're buying out the, the milk and bread from the store, which I've never understood that. Like, if I'm going to the store to shop because I'm planning for something to, like, a, like a thing coming through, like a storm, why not buy steaks? You know, or things that, like, because, I mean, if it's that cold, hell, I'll still grill, you know. But milk and bread? What do you do? Make a lot of French toast? <laughs> I've never understood that. Hey, you know, yeah, to each other. I'm not dogging that at all. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. Hey, that's, you know, I like milk and bread just as much as the next person, but I don't, I don't go there and buy five gallons of milk and ten loaves of bread. I'll go and get one, like one, one gallon, maybe two loaves, but also get lunch meat and stuff because I'll do sandwiches. It's like when COVID happened and everybody was like, literally, like, I, I think I have pictures on my phone from when, uh, you know, entire shelves of like toilet paper and stuff was literally just gone. Like there was empty. And I'm like, 
so what everybody you know covid's going on and everybody's stocking up on toilet paper like fuck you know i you know <laughs> i just thought i mean I actually that's the first time i've actually I ebayed toilet paper i mean i paid a little paid out the nose for a little bit because there was none at the store but i still i ebayed like a like two twenty-four packs or something we were good for a while i was like i wasn't going to the store filling up an entire garage filled with toilet paper i was like oh fuck that you know come on guys <laughs> but getting off topic a little bit but um a lot of times you know we have that fear that you know the conversation isn't going to go well like maybe they're not going to like if we say something they're not going to they're not going to like listen to us they're not going to help us um maybe we feel like or maybe we or you or you know i'm saying we in general like me you guys you know but maybe we feel like shouldn't have to say it. we shouldn't have to bring it up like we should have to say something the other person should already know and i don't know if some of you guys can relate i know that's my I, I know that's for me that's some of the things i'm dealing with things that i go through where it might have been a, a, a long time since my other half might have helped me out with such and such or you know i might not be getting help at all with you know for instance like the bulk of the bills or whatever because of the breadwinner you know i don't want to say anything because it's like another example, for instance, that away from the finances. Take uh, like driving on a, on a trip. When we go to Kansas or whatever. The last couple times we've gone, I drove the entire way up. I drove the entire way back, and I've had I've had actual friends ask me like, "Did did your wife drive it all?" And I was like, "No." I was like, "If she offered, I would let her, but she did not." So I did. I'm not going to ask her. You know. And I joked around about that at home, but my my wife goes, "I did offer." No, you did. I don't know what she thought she offered, but I, she, she, if she did, I didn't hear her because you know she could have said, "Hey, want me to drive?" As far as I remember, there's never any situation like that. So, but you know, you know how it is, uh, husbands out there. Like we, we obviously, I, I want like our wives are always right, right? Like we were wrong. Like they uh, clearly said something we just didn't hear. You know, that's clear. That's how it is, right? <laughs> so it's all good, you know. I'm used to it by now, 16, 17 years married or whatever. Eh, that's just how it is, you know. Like, my, you know, it's like you, you might say something and you're wrong, but you know they say something and you don't remember them ever saying that, but you're wrong. They've obviously said. It. <laughs> but we might be afraid of trying to say something because, or you know, because we're we're hoping that they'll just offer to do it, or they'll make take the initiative and do it themselves, or they'll. they'll approach you and make an offer like hey let me help with this bill let me do this and uh and the bad part is to go with this topic but the bad to go with this topic the bad th the bad part about it is is that majority of us i know me especially like we just hold it in we just we just we just hold it in because we we don't know how to talk about it we don't know how to bring it up because we're obviously like we said we've got the fear we're afraid of uh, of uh, letting it out and uh, and you know risking what could happen, like risking how it could go over, risking uh, them not taking it well, risking it causing a fight, you know. And so we just we just keep quiet, you know. I know for me personally that what I do, I literally do my my uh, weekly. What I call my uh, weekly five-day countdown. I come out Tuesday, run my route Tuesday through Saturday, get to Saturday, 
that's I love my job. But oh wow. Just looking on the uh, other side of the highway going in the direction, I see like a couple cop car flashing lights, and of course, uh, uh, looks like there's a pickup truck that's kind of like off to the side of the road, off the hill, like in the grass. I'm like, oh, somebody like wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Someone fucked up. Didn't look like there was actually like an accident. Accident. It just looked like there was a car off the road. He was still on his wheels, so I was like, it wasn't like it rolled over or anything. But I'm like, so. You know, a lot of us hold it in, and that's that's not a very good thing to do. And I mean, it's funny that I know this, but I still hold, I still hold it in. You know, I still hold like still hold in my feelings, I still hold in the things that are bothering me because I don't forget. Yeah, like I'm, I'm afraid. I don't want to have a fight. I don't, you know, it's like talking about the budget or the finances or whatever. You know, in my mind, I'm thinking, what's the point in trying to talk about it? I'm still going to be doing, I'm still going to be handling as much as I'm handling. Like, us talking about it is going to change. I, you know, it's like recently, you know, as far as the, it's like the budget, whatever, you know, it's like me and the wife, we both got paid. She briefly had offered to make a small payment towards like to help with the cell phone but I'd, I'd say like well, what about like towards electric because I think 400 by the end of the month because we have technically a double bill and a bounce check of like a month or so back and they added that to the current bill so we have 400 on the current bill and then there's like 300 of the car insurance you know which kind of sucks I know I'm overpaying on that too but just you know what are you gonna do but um I'd ask for two cars too but I'm looking at these other big bills going yeah I mean I could handle a smaller one what about the big ones, you know? <laughs> and then we get to a point where, you know, like, orders were done, you know, with Costco or whatever, and we're, like, I've paid the bulk of the, the big bills like I was doing, and, you know, she's done what she felt she had to do, and then we're get, we get down to where there's not really any money in the paychecks left, and I have, I'm still handling everything. And again, that's one of the, that's, that's one of the things where it's like, it, there's that fear of trying to talk about it because it's like sometimes, well, actually one of the other fears too would be you fear that even if you talk about it, that nothing, nothing's going to help, you know, like there's not, nothing's going to change. It's just going to be, so then, then you go, then it kind of goes through your head like, okay, well then what's the point of talking about it? Like what's the point of sitting down, writing out a budget only to basically, or sit down and writing out a plan so they're both on the same page only for you to still be doing the same exact thing you were doing before you know but just so the other person can have a little more of a say in what happens you know so that it's like that's kind of what i know a lot of us probably deal with it you know whether it's in a relationship or you know, how it could be in a, a business you know or like your business partner and one of your business partners is not doing something that you think they should do but you're afraid that if you say something to them then there's gonna be confrontation. They're gonna they're gonna like throw a fit, and you guys are gonna have a couple come to blows or whatever. And it's like it's it's hard. You know, it's one of those things. Is like how, there's there really is no safe way to approach somebody if you have a problem. There's something you have an issue with, and you because you know, I I struggle with hell. Like there's not so much now with my oldest, but when when Eli and her oldest, when her older sibling from the other dad or whatever, the one that's not, no longer in contact with any of us, since Ali and Alex came back. When Eli was living with us, um, there were things that Ali and Eli were both kind of doing or not doing that I had a problem with, but I, I was afraid to try to approach them. 
because I was afraid of how, how it, you know, that's a funny thing. I was afraid to, to approach them, but Eli was saying that I was unapproachable. And I'm like, uh, I'm sitting in here drinking my beer and uh, watching Netflix. How am I unapproachable? You know how you approach? You fucking approach. But I was, I was afraid to approach them too. You know, because sometimes you're afraid, like, if I bring something up, it's going to, like, ruffle feathers, you're going to have a fight, whatever. And me and my wife, we go through it all the time where, you know, we'll finally talk about something and it'll be a screaming match back and forth for a little bit. And then we'll be talking calmly. She's like, why can't we talk like this all the time? Like, like this is this is nice. Like, we should be able to have these conversations. I'm like, well, because, like, I'm, like, you're doing what you feel you got to do and I'm taking care of pretty much everything else. And I, or I feel... Like I've been handling everything. I know I'm not. I know she's handling some stuff. But as the breadwinner, dealing with the bigger bills and taking care of like all that stuff, we're co- we're kind of going in together on rent. That's just that's how I've felt for a while. You know, is that it's just it's it's just mostly me trying to keep us afloat and you know wishing that I had more help and her talking about that she wants to help we don't get there, you know? And it's, and part of the problem is me holding it in because I'm going, you know, I'm thinking, like, I'm, like, I, you know, you kind of look for the initiative. You look for the other person to be like, all right, like, are they going to do such and such without me asking? There's openings that you think things are going to happen and then nothing happens. You're like, okay, well, that was, there was your chance. (laughs) Or the, I was going to do such and such, you know, like if you have a partner or a friend or something that, you, you know, you were kind of like, you know, you were hoping that they were going to help you out with a certain thing. And they were like, well, I was going to do, I was going to do that such and such thing. But, you know, this came up or I just, I'm tired or I'm in pain. I, I just, I can't, or, you know, feeling, I'm feeling sick today. And I know a lot of it for us is like the past month or so, since like October, we've had a few little illnesses go through the house and we had the I had the flu then the month later we all had or a couple weeks later we all had the stomach bug and then you know we all had a really bad cold for two weeks recently and it's like and then uh, you know it's just there's never you know how it is like there's never a good time when you when you're dealing with a lot of stuff when you got a lot of things going on when you guys are sick too often you know, you're still going to have those things weighing on you and you're just kind of, there's no way to really let them go, you know? And sometimes the only thing, sometimes you, all you can really do is keep pushing on and you got to find a way to let it out. And those of you that, that bear with me on here, I really appreciate that you hang out with me, you're hanging out here with me and stuff. Part of it is, you know, you can say that that's part of what I use these, this podcast for. Because I know that other people out there can probably relate. Things probably aren't perfect in your personal lives either. And, you know, maybe you guys don't have a way to, you know, a way to let it out, events, whatever. So I'm, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping that maybe through, you know, me doing these episodes that maybe you guys can relate. Maybe it helps you guys kind of like vent out your frustration and anger as well. Your tension, you know. Find things, you know, find things that help that help you guys feel better, you know? Like, for me, <laughs> for me, I'll, like, 
I enjoy my adult beverages of the weekend. My wife and I have a little bit of a disagreement because she talks like I, I'm like getting shit for you. He's drunk every weekend. He drinks so much. Oh my gosh. Like when I went and did the, uh, the blood work, when I did my physical, when I reestablished my primary care, and then when I went in and saw the endocrinologist, you know, the, the blood doctor about the diabetes, um, I'd mentioned that I drink on the weekend. She was, what do you drink? Like, how, how heavily? I was like, well, I drink like two 24-ounce cans of Mike's Harder, which is like 8 to 10% alcohol on each one. It's not a big deal. And then, uh, you know, I do some uh, light margarita mix. It's sugar-free. She's like, oh, okay, that's not too bad. I got home. One of the first things my wife asked me was, did you tell her how much you drink? I said, yeah, I did. She said, she said it doesn't sound too bad. I'm like, because, I mean, she doesn't drink. Even though she's a former diabetic. Well, alcohol turns the blood, the sugar. I'm like, I understand that, but it's like, as long as I'm working, as long as I have the stresses I do at home, I'm not, unless the doctor physically or personally tells me to, I can't drink anymore because of this. Okay. She didn't say it, though. She, she did another blood work. So, like, if your liver looks bad, you know, or if it looks worse than it did when he ran the blood work a couple weeks back, then I'm going to have to tell you to maybe be able to have one drink, but that's it. But she ran the blood work and she said that I was that I needed like vitamin D, but otherwise all all my other labs look good. So I was like, cool, I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing. <laughs> Even though the mic's hard technically is sugared, because I haven't found a sugar-free option of the ones I like. But during the week I'm trying to be I'm trying to make good choices, obviously. You know. So it's like I'm like, well, if everything looks good on the labs, I am sticking to what helps. Know, the way I let loose and unwind and de-stress, you know, because like, that's just how I am, you know, if it's, if it's not making things worse for my health, whatever, then I'm just going to keep on doing what I'm doing. So it's like, well, you might think I drink a lot, but I don't, but you and I disagree. <laughs> yeah, you do get shit face drunk, huh? No, I don't. I was like, trust me, I could be a lot, I could drink a lot more. I could drink a lot heavier. Hell, I love Fireball. Like, Fireball's fucking awesome. I, I love vodka, too, but I don't... But vodka, you feel worse afterwards. <laughs> I don't, I'm sure some of you can relate. It's like the it's like tequila. I haven't really done tequila, but I've heard all... One tequila, two tequila, three tequila floor. It's like, uh... So... So yeah, it's like speed up to 70 to try to pass these people. And of course they, they speed up and I'm like, you guys are going like 67 before and then you match my speed when I speed up and pass you. So it's like, okay. But then they slow back down, so I'm going by. <laughs> but holding things in guys, never, it's never a good thing. You know, no matter what, no matter what the reason is for holding it in. Like, no matter the fear. I mean, I like, like even though I, I'm talking about this, even though I'm talking about this, I'm, you know, I'm still going to hold things in. That's what I do. That's what we all do, you know? I'm just saying, I'm trying to put it out there just, just as much for my benefit as for yours, you know? Because, you know, I figure, you know, it's like I said, when I started this podcast, it's like, and of course, get behind this guy that was he sped up when I was trying to pass him. I get behind him and he slows back down. So now I'm trying to put my left signal on, thinking maybe he'll get over or maybe he'll speed up. And sure enough, he did. Maybe 
pulls back down and again on him again. I'll put my signal back on, act like I'm going to get over and pass him, and see if he speeds up again, because some of these cars are here. Trucks do it too. I'm not saying it's all cars. You know, where they where they match your speed so you can't pass them, so you get behind them and they slow back down. You get back over to pass him and they speed back up. You get back over behind him and slow back down. You want to just drive by him and give him the middle finger like, you motherfucker. Flash your lights at him, but I'm always, I'm always preaching to my, uh, always preaching to my kids. I'm like, I'm like, it's not worth it if you have somebody out there that does something that pisses you off. It's not worth it, guys. Road rage. That's not a, not a good thing. Too many drivers out here get really, I guess, like drivers, not just in cars, trucks do too. Like, I, there's bad all around. There's bad drivers in cars. There's bad drivers in trucks. Drivers of trucks that I don't understand how they got their license. You see some of the things they're doing, like, oh wow. You know, but, you know, it's like there's bad apples everywhere, you know? That's why I'm not being more specific. I don't want to have, like, either tr car drivers or truck drivers all of a sudden be listening and being pissed at me because I'm singling them out. I'm really not to say there's, you know, we got a bat all around. There's people out there. There's trucks out there that you'd be going down the road. They'd be going down there, down the road, going 80. And I'm like, you should slow your ass down. But you know, hey, if they want to do that, they want to do that. You know, all you can worry, all you can take care of is yourself. So, you know, back to the the regular topic, of course. Like, you gotta, you gotta just keep it to. You gotta just, you know, figure out a way to let it out. For me, part of it is coming out here and talking with you guys every, every you know, twice a week. And uh, thanks to my buddy Dave, which, you know, maybe he'll be listening to. Because I found out the other day, I was like, I didn't know he was in. I thought maybe he did. So I'd send him the link when I first started. But he called me the other night. I was able to talk to him a little bit about the, the book he's writing. I was like, that's pretty cool. Can't wait, to, can't wait to talk about it a little bit more with you guys. I told him as soon as I could figure out how to maybe record a phone call that I want to do a phone interview with him about it and, you know, have that be part of the, one of my episodes so that way you guys can kind of hear from the author himself. But pretty awesome sounding book. He sent me his prologue earlier or shared it with me on a, on a, you know, through my email or whatever. And so I have to, today's my day, today's my Friday for me. So of course I'm, I figure I've, I've left that up there by notification so I don't forget when I'm off, I'm going to go ahead and uh, jump into that and check it out. Give, him, give my feedback, you know. But really looking forward to that. I, he was telling me all about it. And I was, and I told him, I was like, yeah, I've started like two books, but I, because of time and because of everything going on, I would start them. And then either I wouldn't have the time, so I would let it fall to the wayside and working on it. Or... You know, I just have so much going on in my head that I would have trouble figuring out what I want to write. And of course, he was like, "Well, you know, you give, gotta give at least like maybe the, set aside like an hour, like an hour a day or whatever." And I was like, "Yeah, but the problem is, like, because of my schedule, most of the time, there's a lot of days I'll get up, and I might only have an hour from when I get up to when I take off to head to the truck. So I might get home at like six or seven, or like five or six in the morning." And I might, I might not get up till 3 p.m. and I'll try to leave the house by like, from the apartment by like four. Got this car flashes brights at me behind me and I'm like, I don't know what, I don't know why you're flashing your lights. 
Yeah, he's still like in the left lane flashing his lights. I'm like, like, dude, I don't know what you're doing. He's like, quit flashing your lights, man. I did it for like a week. 
know, do a little bit every night, like maybe like a page or something. And every night I would send out, send the full thing to her, including what I had. I'd done that night. And she's like, oh my God, that's, that man is really good. Keep it up. You know, very cool. Thanks. Appreciate that feedback. But after a week or so, I think I got tied up a lot of stuff. And then, of course, I was stressed because this is still going. This is still when we were, we were going through separation from Allie and Sally. It's like we hadn't hadn't seen them in a while. And I was trying to I was trying to figure out a way to let out the pain and let out the frustration, let out the tension, you know, in a healthy way. You know, and I know some people do other ways, like they cut or they hurt themselves or whatever. And, I'll admit I've, I've kind of gone that route once or twice in my life, not cutting, but hurting myself in other ways. You know, it's never a good thing to do. You know, but when you're going through a lot, when you have a lot of when you have a lot of stress and tension built up, when you have just, just a lot weighing you down, it's hard not. It's it's easy. It's almost like you're willing to to put yourself through whatever pain you're thinking about doing just so that you can temporarily not be thinking about the crap that's, that's bothering you, the crap that's, you know, squeezing your heart, breaking it, whatever, the part that might be weighing you down, causing your life to seem like it's just, like, what's the point, you know? But, you know, talking to my buddy Dave, though, I told him, I was like, dude, like, you're, like, just hearing about your book, I was like, this sounds awesome. I was like, I can't wait to read it, you know, and I was like, you're actually inspiring me to try to get back into, to get back into writing because I said, I've always wanted to write a book. Probably over the past 12 years, I've been telling myself, I really want to be an author someday. Like, but, you know, of course, I just got to find time to sit down and actually do it. And, uh, you know, I know I got to make the time. I got to I got to make the time to do it, you know. Just like, you know, I've... I've been uh, dedicated to this podcast, you know, and yeah, I know that there were weeks that I think I had one week, one or two weeks here or there where we didn't have an episode because I basically, like, I, I let myself get lazy, and I, I just slacked off, basically, like, you know, it's easier to put something out. That's a, that's a sad truth. I mean, I know a lot of you could probably agree with that. It's, it's easier to put something off and not, not actually do it. You know, but then the more you put it off, the harder it is to get back into it. And I noticed that with this podcast, you know, like as a, you know, as a fairly new podcast host, during some of those weeks where I was like having like a mental struggle or whatever, and I was struggling physically, emotionally, mentally, you know, because whatever might've been going on at home with, with, you know, the wife or whatever might've been going on financially or whatever stresses might be going through. Maybe we had a fight that week or something, or maybe... Like we came back from the trip, I know for I know for probably about a week or so because I had that that occasion where my eyesight blurred for like two weeks, and I know there's a week of that that I didn't I didn't come out here and do it. Part of it was because I could record it, but then I was worried about trying to upload it because the site that I host on, you know, for my uh, my episodes, I uh, you can't zoom in. Like, you know when you go on a, on a web page with your phone and you can usually do the pinch approach with your fingers to, like, zoom in or zoom out to make the text bigger? I couldn't do it on that. And the way my vision was, the text was so small 
that I could barely I could barely see what it was that was on the screen in order for me to actually type the name of the episode um, description you know and be able to, to actually do what I gotta do because it's like when you're looking at the screen and you can't you're, everything's blurred it was like people, hell Aaron would text me and uh, or that my, my oldest Allie would text me and it, I hope my mom texted me one time big old paragraphs and I literally was like I'm gonna have to cause I didn't I didn't realize I could at the time I could zoom in so I, I looked at those messages and I'm going I can't see that at all while I'm out here working or whatever <laughs> so I'd message back as best I could I was like or sometimes I send a voice clip so I don't have to type for, you know because when you're typing and you can't tell if you can't see clearly you don't know if, you're, if you like fuck up the word <laughs> If you misspelled it or you or auto worded to something you don't want to auto correct to, because auto correct knows best, you know. <laughs> it's like duck you, mother ducker. <laughs> but uh, what the duck? This duck it sucks. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. But um, you know, entire paragraphs, whatever. And I would message back, like, I'm going to have to get back to you in a couple hours because, uh, you know, when I park and I can actually focus on this message because I can't see it right now. And I'm working and I can't really try to look really close to try to see it, try, try to actually see this message. I'm going to have to look at it when I stop. <laughs> I was like, I apologize, you know. And I'll have the phone up on the, I'm gonna, like, I'll literally have the phone up on the mount, you know, so it would be hands free still. But, I'll, and, you know, Sometimes with messages, you can actually, I know, but not with text, though, like, so I, sometimes, like, if I have navigation going, thankfully, if it's a long message, I'll get a, I'll get a, uh, an alert through, uh, the, uh, Google, like, uh, navigator, or whatever, you will receive a text message from so-and-so. Would you like me like? Which like? Would you like to hear it? I'm like yes, please. From Aaron. Hey, blah blah blah. blah. It'll, it'll 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 read whatever the message is. Or from Allie. Hey, Dad. I'm just wondering. Or my mom. Hey, Chris. Just uh, you know. And I'll be like, oh, cool. All right. And there's like, would you like to respond? And I'll be like, sometimes I'll try to respond. Have it you know, listen to my voice and say the message. So I'll be like, yeah, tell her I'm on my way. So your message says it is Monday. Uh, no, I said I'm on my way. Okay. So your message says you'll go there someday. Uh, no. <laughs> so then I'm like, screw it. I'll, I'll, I'll reply later. Right? Cancel. <laughs> so you know, but it's one of those things that uh can't hold it in I mean, we got to do what we can whether it's finding something to do like i do my uh, adult beverages on my weekend off or coming online on your uh, you know on an episode you host or on a podcast you host and uh, talking about it or doing an interview with somebody playing video games and, uh, somewhat healthy ways of taking care of it, of actually letting it out versus like, you know, the other ways it might not be quite as good. How think we're like, illegal, you know, doing some illegal drugs and whatnot. You know, like, go out, like, 
that's why me and my mother-in-law <laughs> had a debate because like part of part of what I do, like part of my stress obviously is my health. Like and I'm working on it. Year and a half I've gone down from like three eighty to like three thirty and I haven't even weighed myself since I've been on the I weighed myself after the first week of being on the shot. I think I was down like half a pound or a pound. I gotta weigh myself when I take my next shot on Monday. You know. But you know, it's been something I've been actively working on, but you know, of course, family members, relatives, whatever, they might not, they might, it's like, you know, they might have an opinion on what they think they, based on what you're doing, they might think that they know it better, you know? So like, we're up there visiting and my mother-in-law, of course, is giving me her advice. She goes, Chris, I'm really worried about you. And I'm like, I understand that, but my weight is coming down. I have been working on it. It's, it's slow, but it's, it's, I've been doing it. Well, I really think you need to go on a diet. I have a pet. That's a, that's a pet peeve of mine when somebody tells you, when somebody who doesn't even know what you're going through, they, you, know, you and them might not talk. And it's my wife's mom, so of course she and I don't really, we're not really big communicators. Love her to death. But, you know, telling me I need to go on a diet, I'm like, well, Betsy, here's the thing. Like, I, I don't believe in diets. Like, I don't believe, I believe that if you go on, like, I don't, I think diets are more harmful than good. Especially when it's like, oh, I'm going to eat salads all the time for the next month, and that's how I'm going to lose weight. Yeah, you'll lose weight because you're basically starving yourself. You know, like you're not eating regular stuff, and you're not getting the nutrients that your body needs. So yeah, you're going to drop weight, but then as soon as you start eating regular meals, your body's going to go into storage mode. And you're going to start packing it back on again. I had a former friend that we had named uh, Eric that... Uh, he and I have a history. That's it's it's an interesting history. <laughs> Let's just say that you know one day back in, way back in the day, I was working a security gig at a hospital, and I recommended him to get for uh, for a job. Even though I'd, I'd been there like a year, year and a half at that point, and he was there for a couple months because he had a business degree, he got promoted to be a supervisor over everybody. And even including me, even though I trained, I trained him. And then something went down, and like I did a report like I was supposed to, and I sent the report to him like I was supposed to, and he said that I never did. And I was like, okay. So this basically got terminated for it, and I was like, all right, fuck you. you know. Carmel will come around to get you, whatever, you know. But hey, you know, that, so, um, and apologies, guys. You know, I cover one little little tangent, and then, then I'm like, what was I talking about before? You know, that's <laughs> how my mind kind of works, you know, especially when I'm, you know, doing stuff. So I do what hell I do when I'm sitting at home. I'll be voice clipping my friend Rico, my bro. And all of a sudden, like, he, and he does it too. Like, we'll be messaging each other, and all of a sudden, he goes, in the middle of the clip, he goes, I was going to say something, but my mind just totally went blank. I have no idea what I was going to say. I was like, bro, that happens to me all the time. The next time it'll be me, I'll be, yeah, this is what's going on, blah, 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 hey, bro, how's it going? And then all of a sudden, I pause for a few seconds. And I'm like, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> so, point is, guys, you gotta find, you gotta find things that make you happy, things that help you de-stress, help, like, for me, like, my days off, it's Netflix, and enjoying my, my drinks, hanging out with fam, you know? Something funny the other, <laughs> yesterday, 
because we got the Costco order that my wife ordered. And, uh, and then my youngest, she texted me, because my, my oldest wasn't home yet, she was at work. But later on in the day, my, my youngest texted me, she goes, hey dad, like, uh, your, your wine's here. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She was like, we had wine delivered and uh, sodas. I'm like, bug, I didn't order any wine. I don't know what you're talking about. She goes, oh, well, was it bomb? And I'm like, no, I don't think so. I was like, if I get wine, I'm going to just go across the street or I'll go down to Kroger. I don't need to order wine. I'm not that lazy. <laughs> I'm like, now, if, if it's Kroger, I, I could possibly have it delivered because that's like two miles away, which is not bad. Still down the street. But there's a liquor store that has wine right across the street from our complex. So I, I, and they're out Uber Eats, so I technically could do it. I could, I could have them uh, deliver whatever liquor I'm getting, you know, my margarita mix and stuff like that too. But I joked with my oldest and I was like, yeah, I can't justify that though. Cause they're like literally right there. I was like, they're close enough that literally back when I was on workers comp and wasn't working for about five months. My wife was still working for a little bit before COVID stuff happened. And uh, at one point, I actually, because I was going to get my, my fireball and stuff, I literally walked across the street, like walked down to the end of the complex, which is a little bit of a walk, probably about 100 yards from where we live at the top of the hill, or at the, well, technically we're at the bottom, we're at the top of one hill, but there's a couple hills. So 100 yards from where we live down to the entrance and exit of the complex and then it's just right across the street like like a two lane two lane highway with a turn lane in the middle i guess four lane four lane road with uh turn lane in the middle so I, I literally walked across the street got what i need to get and then carried it all back to the complex or to the uh, apartment so that's why i'm like i can't justify ordering liquor and stuff from that store on uber eats and having it delivered because I'd be like, okay, that just, you just overpay for them to bring it like 50, like less than 100 yards away from the store. No, I'm good. But I do my Netflix, I do my drinks. Sometimes I'll, I'll deliberately get some food ingredients, like I'll make homemade meatballs or I'll do a meatloaf or you know something that's gonna, you know, because I'm a foodie. That's another thing that makes me happy is if I have good food, you know. And one of the things I'm thinking about doing that, that my, my buddy Dave kind of inspired me about is uh, getting the old MacBook, you know, getting it out of where I have it stored right now and in one of the drawers and chairs and go ahead and get it charged up and go ahead and get back into writing some more again. And so here, so I'm going to kind of close it with that because I know this has been going for, going for a minute. Yeah, I know you guys can't see it, but literally it's like this car decided to pass me, but then now they're just hovering beside me like they, you know, there's cars behind them. And I'm like, you guys, you realize there's a line behind you. <laughs> and sometimes when they're right beside you, I'm almost like, I'm almost like wondering, are they like, because I can't see the windows because it's pretty dark. Like there's a lot of cars out there, windows tinted really dark. A lot of times I'm thinking, are they like staring over here at me? Because I can't see anybody if they are out there. I think you probably barely see me because I got the truck computer, you know, the Qualcomm, whatever that we got. It has the DOT hours and stuff on it. It's kind of lit up fairly bright, so they can probably see me, you know. But so here's the here's what I was, you know, before I got distracted by the car. <laughs> so here's what I'm kind of thinking that you know, something a little new addition possibly coming up. Got to figure out how I'm, how I'm gonna 
record those episodes though, because usually I record when I'm out here, but the ones I'm thinking about doing, that I'll explain a little bit, and then I'll go into a little further detail. I'm thinking about getting the getting my computer back out, getting back into writing, and I'm thinking of, well, not only trying to jump back into working up uh, the uh, book I was writing on, which will be a while before that's finished. You know, I got a ways to go. I got to figure out where I want to go with it. But I thought about writing short stories. Like just coming up with random short stories and then having like one of the episodes each week instead of both of them being, you know, a random topic and uh, being real talk, kind of like what we do right now. Having maybe the Tuesday episode be uh, real talk like tonight. You know, keeping it real with you guys. And maybe the Friday one being one where I, where I, you know, I go ahead and I read what I, uh, the story I wrote for you guys, you know, and then if you guys want, you know, you guys could always like, like, let me know what you think, any feedback, any criticism, whatever, on the uh, email address I have for the show, logicshowpodcast at gmail.com. Hell, I'm even thinking about um, setting up, going ahead and, you know, buying the domain name getting a website set up but of course like I'm not very creative and artistic so I gotta figure out how I'd want, want to do that if I just want to have like general information on the site if I want to one thing I thought of since I have no idea one thing I thought of about as far as monetizing the podcast and getting, you know any listeners out there that want to want to help with the everyday cost of keeping this show active or whatever and everybody wants to donate I could probably throw links like that as far as like PayPal and stuff like that and I donate to the show blah 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 until I find until I figure out how to get like actual sponsors or whatever that's what I'm still trying to figure out so I'm trying to work on that like when I was with Spreaker as far as the podcast host which I love Spreaker I thought they're awesome but the only problem with them and they can get mad at me for saying this saying this publicly but the problem I had with them was I was using their own sound effects for their own for like uh, yeah they didn't have background music but they, they had sound effects and I would use their sound effect otherwise I would just be you know doing my episode like I'm doing right now you know just keeping it real have a certain topic I'll talk about it would be active for two days and then all of a sudden I go on there and that episode's gone and I would get an email saying like your episode's been deleted because it contained uh, it contained like content that's not allowed it contained music or whatever musical content that's not allowed and I'm like the content that it included was content that you guys have on your little little episode your recording your little podcast recorder they have that the little buttons that you can push while you're doing your recording to have to add little sounds into your thing and it was like I think I did the first three episodes and I, I had to redo them like three times before I finally said screw this and I left I left Spreaker and I went somewhere else because I had to keep recording those episodes again. Because you couldn't save them. See, now the way I'm doing it, I, I could, I'm recording them on an app on my phone with my, my Bluetooth headset. And then, you know, and then when I go to a different app and I, you know, upload that episode recording to it. And I'll add the, the background sound effects, the background music and stuff like that. And, you know, get it all set up. And... I save it and then I'll go onto my podcast hosting soft, you know, platform and I'll upload it, put in the name in the description. And if I'm like lately, what I do is I'll get it recorded and I schedule it, schedule it out. So, like right now, I obviously, um, you know, you guys aren't, wasn't already posted, we're 
uh, latest one posted yesterday. I did one earlier this week that's scheduled for Tuesday, uh, the week before Christmas, and then this one you guys will you guys will uh, be able to hear on Friday. Friday the twenty-second, uh, I think. Yeah, I guess Sunday's Christmas Eve, so yeah, Friday the twenty-second. This one will be available, and so that's kind of what I'm, you know, thinking about doing is getting, you know. Oh, but I was okay. Got, I think I got a little distracted. But with Spreaker, what I was looking forward to, looking forward to with them is, is they had it set up a little easier where you could monetize, like you could monetize it. You can set up a certain way and like any revenues that Spreaker got, like people signing up for their platform, they would share with people that were advertising for them. The hosting platform I'm with now, they have a thing where you can collect tips somehow. I have no idea how that works. I'm all set up with Stripe though, you know, so I, I can't accept tips. I just don't know. Okay, well, like it's not obviously listed on my my site or on my episodes unless there's a link that I can put on there. I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> Because it's like you say that I can monetize and get and actually get somehow get paid, make money from doing these episodes, but how the hell do I do it? <laughs> and that's where people could, you know, people could be lazy and be like, oh, this is too much work. But I'm like, I know that there's a lot of podcast hosts out there that they, that's literally what they do full time now. Like they literally just do their podcast. And basically, that's what they live off of. You know, they got sponsors or whatever, and they basically work from home. And I'm like, that would be awesome. It's kind of that's kind of my dream eventually to not just through this episode or this uh, podcast, but other stuff I'm working on, on the side that will eventually replace what I currently do. Because the, the wife actually wants to have a business where she's there, where she's the one doing it, like the food truck or restaurant. Whereas me, I want to be at home and not having to necessarily work all the time, but still, you know, providing a you know, providing a good life for the family, you know. So, but that's my plan. Start writing some up, uh, start writing some stuff, and, and uh, sharing it with you guys. Hopefully, giving you guys more content aside from just real talk that maybe you guys will actually connect with and enjoy, or whatever, you know. But anyway, y'all, I think I've been going, yeah, I've been going long enough, going about 54 minutes. So, Keep being positive, guys. Keep pushing forward. Keep believing. You know, don't, like I said, with the, with the topic today, don't keep it inside. Just try to let it out in some way that's healthy. Like, obviously, don't go out and just beat the shit, beat the living shit out of somebody. You know, they might deserve it, but, you know, it's not worth it. You know? I've always told myself there's things that I really would love to do because somebody, I thought somebody deserved what I was going to do to him. Then I think, yeah, but I don't want to, I don't want to go to prison. <laughs> I was like, I enjoy my life being free, so I'd rather I'd rather not go to prison and then have to like rebuild my life later on. So yeah, it's not worth it. So let it out. Write a journal. Um, do one of the things I do is recording uh, little what I call the video journals. You know, little videos on your phone, and I have them saved in a folder. So that way, I'm, I figure they're kind of. I've got those. I've got letters that I wrote on my uh, on my MacBook when Allie wasn't here, since I didn't know if we were going to see her again for a while. Wrote letters to her, letters to Salix, um, little journal entries on the on the computer as well. I've done, I've done video journal entries on my phone, 
And I figure all that is kind of like, if something were to happen to me, at least there's things I've left behind. Like I've, I've talked about things on videos, I've written about things and journals that I have in my drawers. I had uh, you know, written about things, uh, you know, written letters directly to them on the computer, you know, stuff like that, you know. And it's like, it's like when, when people are looking at gifts for Christmas or whatever. It's like some of the, a lot of times I'm very big on gifts that uh, will can serve as like memories, you know, not just hey I wanted this Xbox. Okay. Like for me, I'm all about things like I think one year, like the, the year before uh, Eli and Allie left, I had ordered photo prints. From my all the all the photos on my phone, I had I had ordered like probably like 65 or 70 pictures, ones that fit like the five by seven frame or whatever. I think either five by seven, three by five, or five by seven. I'm not sure exactly. Which. But then I went on on uh, Amazon and I ordered a uh, pack of picture frames. And then what I did, part of like a big part of the presents that I had for them was literally I had pictures, I had photos in frames wrapped up for all three of uh, Aaron, all four of Aaron, Allie, Zoe, and then I had a couple for Eli as well. They were basically her and her siblings, you know. Obviously, I don't care about me, everybody, you know. But you know, that was me trying to make something like a, a gift that meant something, you know. But. Find little things that'll you know that, that'll help you know like there's a hobby you like that, that helps you out like go, go do some photography go write if you're an artist you know it, it helps you to express your creativity you know, you know put your thoughts on paper through like your art then do it you know or watch a movie or hang out with a friend go for a drive you know drink responsibly of course you know <laughs> but aside from that just you know just let it out in the safe way you know so anyway y'all that's about it for tonight i hope i didn't uh, you know bore you guys too much with you know i, I ramble I, it happens. And, and then of course i then i get to a point where i forget what i was trying to say before so i apologize about that that's just how my mind works this is me you guys you get the real me on this show you know once again, guys, I appreciate y'all being here. Uh, thanks for joining me on this episode of The Blotch Show. And, uh, you know, my name is Chris. I'm your host. I look forward to you. I look forward to talking to you guys on episode 54. Have a good one.